warning. You are about to listen to the masters of the obvious. But to be honest, they are not masters of shit. It's just my daughter and the dumbest friend. But if you like interviews, nerd, like nerdy stuff and bad jokes, listen to this. Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of Masters of the Obvious. I'm Kirsten Bozio. And I'm Cynthia Rose. On today's pod, we have an interview with our favorite spooky bitch, Kiravan Sutra. We talk about witches in pop culture, misconceptions about magic, and we get a tarot card reading. And Kirsten and I discuss nerd news, new comic releases, and play a game of Would You Rather. But first, we'd like to remind you to go to mastersoftheobvious.com. We have a ton of merch for sale. And if you'd like to support this pod and take advantage of free shipping in the U.S., well, we really appreciate you. And hey, are you the economy? And am I a baby boomer? Because, girl, I'm going to wreck you. <laughs> <laughs> you can check that out and show your support at mastersoftheobvious.com. I'm really good at hitting on people. Hello, my luscious lady lover. What the fuck have you been up to? Wow, that was aggressive and sexy. Which is on <laughs> brand. Just everything I want. I've been watching just I've been watching way too much TV. Like way too much TV. Because I've been stressed out. That's the theme of the last few months, I feel like. Oh, but when I tell you just how much TV I've been watching. So you didn't take it just a crumb of serotonin, you had the whole cake? I, yeah, I sheet cake the fuck out of this. I, <laughs> I, I watched three seasons. I'm sorry, I watched one season of three different shows all in one week. You're in your own episode of Black Mirror. Ooh, it was worth it. I felt really good sitting in air conditioning and just watching. What did you watch? Well, at first I started light. I had never seen the Inhumans. Oh, yeah. And so I thought, let's do that. It was entertaining. I mean, it was cute. They, They really, you know, really do reference the fact that they're shooting in Hawaii quite a bit. They take advantage of that. That's cute. A lip service. It's cute. And then... My favorite of the three that I watched is I watched the first season of Utopia. What's the premise? The premise is there is a comic book called Dystopia that has a cult following. Mm -hmm. This couple buys a house and finds a version of a comic book called Utopia and takes it to a comic book convention to try and get people to buy it. And there are so many rabid Dystopia fans that they go crazy over it, but There's a group of them that believe that it's true. It's about a uh, crafted pandemics and viruses that they're leaking out. And there's clues everywhere in it. And people start getting murdered over it. Oh, we love to see that. It was really, it was great. They really, they really did a great job with it. I just found out that it was was a show in England first. You know, so many good things started in England, like America. (laughs) (laughs) Like colonialism. I, I can't wait to make America great again and not again, just good. Again, again, apparently. 
fucking morons. The other one I watched is I, I fully binged the full season of Ratchet. Wait, the entire season? Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. Sharon Stone's fur hat. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. Oh, she gives me such um, the Handler vibes from Umbrella Academy. I can't. And how stunning is Sharon Stone? Holy fuck. I didn't actually shit. recognize her right away. Oof. Stunning. I do have some fun stories about how she's not the nicest sometimes to the people that work for her. Don't I don't think that anyone has a that. preconceived notion that she's a nice person. Just drop dead. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's so rich. It's like candy colored, beautiful, almost Wes Anderson-y at parts. I think it's Hitchcock meets Wes Anderson. Hitchcock was such a dick, man. <laughs> Dude, I got so many Hitchcock vibes. So many Hitchcock yeah, vibes. Yeah, you can tell that he's trying to... Also, uh, Hallmark of... Ryan Murphy work is to be uh, terrified and horny and then upset that you're turned on by what's going on because it's so messed up. (laughs) Yeah, I think there was something I said to you, was it yesterday, that he does well when he's focusing on teens or gay people. No, Glee was terrible. Oh, okay. Never mind. It was. I, meant, I mean, it was. I more hit. so meant like Scream Queens. I never saw Glee. Scream Queens was a lot of fun. Also, the politician, which I really like. I didn't even Glee didn't even occur to me. Never mind. I I retract that. No one talks about Scream Queens. I it's think it's great. Grossly underrated. I only saw the first season. I never. Yeah. Saw the no, season. I'm also excluding the second season, even though I did watch it. <laughs> But yeah, that first season was great. I love Scream. I And The Politician. I can't say enough amazing things about The Politician. It was so goddamn good. I maintain that the American Crime Story Versace was a good time. I don't know if I can watch that. So in the news, we found out that Kenzo, the designer from the line Kenzo has died. I got really, really sad about it. And there's been a lot of news about people dying. And I remember when I was a kid and Versace died and how destroyed I was by it. And for mm-hmm. for why? I was a child. Like why? I didn't own anything isn't from Versace. That, isn't that bizarre? It really hurt. And so I don't know if I can watch that movie. Anyway, I'll try it sometime. Yeah. Anyway, Ryan Murphy. I, I thought- I think it's, is it the only American crime story? I kind of like that. No, angle there's better. another one. There's the first one was uh, the OJ one. Oh, you're right. I'd watched that one too. That was a good time. <laughs> you fully sounded like you were at the Cracker Barrel in, in, in Minnesota when you said that. Oh, that was, oh crap. Did you watch that one? I put that right in the bag. <laughs> that movie right in the bag and I watched it. You're Excellent at that. I can't even pull that accent out of my butt. For I, <laughs> I think it's the only one I could do semi-successfully. So I heard that you got a stash of something for me. You'll never guess what. What? It's nerd news. Oh, God, you got me. <laughs> Let me surprise you with this titillating news. Ooh, does it have titties in it? Witcher season two photos have been released and... All I've got to say about it is Geralt has Batman abs. Bonafide thirst trap. We also have a video game movie coming out called Monster Hunter starring Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. You have to make even the most simple last names. Blagojevich. Blagojevich. You have to make even the most simple last names difficult. It's like, it's purposeful. No one asked you to have a soft J on that. That was an executive decision. (laughs) (laughs) Mila Yoyoba. So we got Blagojevich playing Natalie Artemis. 
the leader of a group of soldiers who are suddenly transported into a world filled with giant monsters. Sidebar. I, sidebar. Hold on. What? Why is it always Mila? Why can't we have a video game movie without Mila at this point? If there's no Mila, it doesn't Ooh, get greenlit. What a good point. Right. Why is it always, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. She is flawless. She's beautiful. She's mm. wonderful. She was mm. in the fucking fifth element. She was mm. engaged to John Frusciante. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. I love her. However, I even like the Resident Evil movies. That's, that's how you know I'm trash. I don't for, dislike for Mila, her. Blagojevich. I'm just saying, why can we only get a video game movie greenlit if Mila's in it? So Iman Vellani was cast as Ms. Marvel and she looks like a delight. Oh, I saw Kumal say how excited he was about it. And it's just going to mean so much to, you know, Pakistani Americans to see that kind of representation. And she's young. So they, they actually for once cast a character that's actually in the age range of the character. Damn. We're not doing a Beverly Hills 90210. Like they're like 50 and they're supposed to be in high school. I mean, personally, I would have loved to see James Vanderbeek as Miss Marvel, but <laughs> here we are. We also have Jamie Foxx. Or is it Jamie Foxx? We don't know. Returning as Electro in Spider-Man 3. So we have other villains too. We'll have Harry Osborn. I heard rumors that Craven the Hunter will also be in it. But I just want to tell you about my boy Craven. This is just a segue for me to talk about Craven, basically. What a sexual awakening that man is. Russian, deep accent, dark hair, strong mustache, strong chest hair, wears a fur vest in tight pants. I mean, I could do without the hunting. I do like animals, but he could always hunt this <laughs> I want to see him really bad. I don't know how he's going to be worked into that movie because we have Oscorp and Electro and right. that's a busy movie. It's a busy movie. Speaking of men in fur... No, I don't want to move on. I want to talk about the terrible movie. You hate my fucking segues, man. I hate segues in general. I see people on a segue, I throw a stick underneath it. No, because Jamie Foxx did play Electro and another Spider-Man movie that I love to hate. It's 2014 and we're still fridging Gwen Stacy. Get out of here. But to be fair, Jamie Foxx is a good actor and it could have been the movie and it could have been the script. So I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stay open-minded. Maybe he'll, maybe this will be a good avenue for Jamie Foxx's Electro. Okay. Because like, I hate the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield, I liked in the character, but I hated the movies. But Tom Holland, he's got that special something. And I didn't realize that. Like, I was fine with being like, oh yeah. Andrew Garfield, best Spider-Man. But I didn't realize what I was missing until I saw Tom Holland doing Rihanna's umbrella. (laughs) That, to me, you know what? It's so funny because once I saw that, I was like, this boy is magic. I will protect him at all costs. I love little, little Tommy Holland. He's so precious. Sidebar, again, sidebar, sidebar. Tom Holland, before doing the Spider-Man movie, jokingly said like, oh, I should actually go to an American high school and research. And they actually did put him in an American high school, but for like geniuses. Okay. 
and he was trying to blend in, but he's like, I just felt like a dumbass the entire time. And I was like, please stop being so endearing. He has a British accent. So immediately people are like, oh, this kid's smart. He has smart. a British accent in the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> we just we just ignore it. <laughs> we just don't even hear it because it's like, it's Spider-Man. There's no way. We just It's Spider-Man. There's no way. It cancels it out. We suspend our disbelief. I also thought this was interesting. Conan the Barbarian has yeah. a series in development at Netflix. And is Conan O'Brien going to play it? Conan O'Brien and the titular character. Finally. (laughs) Fucking finally. Fucking finally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. That'll be interesting. Were you a fan of any of the other Conan properties? I mean, to me, there's only one other. What else is there? Is there was there another Jason series? Jason Momoa was in a recent one. Yeah, no, I didn't see that. I'm not going to watch. I no. sure didn't either. No. But I know who is. Riot. <laughs> My little fish boy. I mean, I love Momoa, but I, truthfully, I haven't seen him in a whole lot. But if you're putting him in like superhero flicks, it makes sense. Because I mean, not to say that there aren't good actors doing it, but you don't have to give a lot. You don't have to be a great actor. Ben Affleck was Batman, so. Oh, Ben Affleck. Go cry about it, Benny. Can we talk about Ben Affleck's back tat? <laughs> oh my God, say that five times fast. Wait a minute. Ben Affleck's- Ben Affleck's back tat. Is it a bat tat? Is it a back bat tat? Is it Ben Affleck's back back tat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know about it? No. I, I try to keep my knowledge of Ben Affleck at an all-time low. Oh. Always the least amount. I'm going to post it on our social media then. Like a phoenix or something? It is. It's a bat. I mean, it's covering the, his entire back. When you're an actor and a famous actor and you get a tattoo that big and you could possibly be shirtless, you're setting yourself up for hours in the makeup chair. Yeah, that's a that's a rough move. And there are a lot of actors out there that have a lot of tattoos. Like I know that uh, I worked on a film with Angelina Jolie and at the time she didn't have nearly as many tattoos as she has now. And it, it takes a while to cover them up. It does. And to do it in a way where it's unnoticeable, you know? A little birdie told me that Tom Sturridge has been in talks to play Morpheus, the lead role of the Sandman Netflix series. And a little doctor told me that when you talk to birds, that means you're a schizophrenic. (laughs) Well, they need representation too. So in sad news, in sad cast news, Netflix had a renewed glow for a fourth and final season, but now it's being reported that the decision was reversed due to COVID-19. COVID, you're taking everything we love and care about. I know. And not taking the things we don't love and care about, like Donald Trump. Not yet. Fingers crossed. (laughs) In a statement from the series creators, they say, we were handed the creative freedom to make a complicated comedy about women and to tell their stories and wrestle. And now that's gone. And then they go on to say that, you know, there's a lot of shitty things happening in the world and there are much bigger things than this, but it still sucks. We won't get to see these 15 women in a frame together again. Well, when when you put it like that, there's like 15 leads and they're all Mm -hmm. female for a wrestling show. Um, it's so diverse. It's such a fucking good show. And Mark Marin, like, get, get the fuck out of here with Mark Marin. Marin. Oh, yeah. But- I really appreciate how diverse Glow is and that it showed a really authentic depiction of like relationships and friendships between women. It would definitely pass the Bechdel test. It was great as well. And, and then it also had like wrestling and it was in the 80s. Like, there's nothing to. There's nothing to dislike about this show. It's funny. It was great. Heartfelt. And 
uh, my friend is works in the costume department for it. And she was telling me it was like the, the most fun job she's ever had. I had another friend also the last season that aired when they went to the gay bar and there's a fully nude woman. Yes. On stage. That's my friend Kajda. But yeah, that was a fun little surprise. It's always All fun right. to be surprised by your friend's nudity. I want to see more surprise nudity from friends in the future. That's the best gift you can give. That me. is 2021 goals. It really is, right? I mean, we haven't seen each other in so long. Let's see more of each other. Literally more of each other. Right? Right? <laughs> yes. All right. Into it. That's our that's our slogan. Boobs or get the fuck out. No surprise to anyone. Mm-hmm. The Dune got pushed to next October, October 2021. And hopefully with our slogan of 2021 being uh, the year of friends being nude, we all go get to see it together. Nude. nude. Right? Dune, nude. Sand in the crotch. But with masks. All the way in October, you're thinking mm-hmm. we're going to still be wearing masks. Well, we'll still be wearing masks, but we'll be nude. Cute. I don't want to see the bottom of your face, but I want to see your bottom. <laughs> wow, you are good at pickup lines. <laughs> All right. So I heard that, I mean, I guess every fucking week this happens, right? I mean, I'm a layman. Let me know. Every week we, uh, there's new things that come out in the middle of the week and things happen and you talk about it. What's that all about? Comic Book Wednesday. <laughs> Tell me more. I mean, we got our episodes coming to you on Wednesdays. You got your pocketbooks out. Checks ready to sign. You're sending checks to us and we appreciate it. But let's 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 put that back in the comic community as well. Like not only us guys. You don't need to pay rent this month. Everyone's doing well right now, right? Come on, just spread it around. Everyone's doing great. Economy is booming. Right? Yeah, your comic books. Here are our recommendations for this week. The Magnificent Miss Marvel, number 15. I don't necessarily recommend this one. I just was tickled by it. The My Little Pony Transformers crossover comic. They're already on number three. We also have Archie Halloween Spectacular 2020 hitting shelves, which we, we talked about this. We love a holiday special. We have Black Widow number two. If you love Miss Marvel, pick up Champions number one, Sacred Six, which is a really fun like team comic, including Vampirella number three hitting shelves. Speaking of Vampirella, Vengeance of Vampirella, number 10. DC graphic novels for young adults. Mm. Box set. Mm. Catwoman Under the Moon. Harley Quinn Breaking Glass. Mira Tidebreaker. I will tell you, we've read all three of them. The Catwoman book, I'll I'll put a self-harm trigger warning on it. Not really appropriate for all ages, unless you want to have a really difficult conversation with your kid like I did. Um, And then the Sandman extended box set will be out and Inkblot number two. Those are my recommendations. And of course, there's all the major titles that are out every freaking week and you know they exist. I don't have to tell you. They know, they know, they know. I don't have to tell you. So, Kirsten, it's October. We did it. We made it. How is it October? I feel like March was like eight minutes ago. It's a big blur, but it's October, which is the spookiest of uh, Tobers. It's the spookiest of months. The spookiest of Tobers? I don't know where I was going with that. And in the spirit. In the spirit of Spirit Halloween. Let's play a spooky uh, game of Would You Rather. Mm. I have a few here. We can sh- we can do it like we do the. Uh, 
the comic quiz game. I can just throw them at you and you can tell and me. There's what no it. wrong answers. There this one, is, is no fun. wrong answer, but there is. <laughs> but there is. There always is. Please DM us about which one was. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to start. Okay. Would you rather be Mulder or Scully or one of the Frog Brothers? I'd rather be in X-Files. Wow. Okay. Would you rather make out with Candyman or Pennywise? Mm. There's a lot to I mean, consider. That's a, that's a spicy kiss from Candyman. With all right? Bees. Spicy kiss. Pennywise, it's a lot of makeup to contend with. I feel like I'm used to that, though. I mean, Candyman is more human-like. Uh-huh. Which is why I'm not choosing him because I'm a freak. <laughs> Come on, you Pennywise. Get your clown ass over here. Also, uh, a Skarsgård. Who doesn't want to make out? Or Tim Curry. Who doesn't want to oh, make out either of those guys? Either. Would you rather be a sparkly vampire or Kiefer Sutherland? I feel like sparkly vampires, at least the Cullens, have to live like a normal life, which isn't really that much fun. Mm. Although there's a lot of incest, which is kind of fun. Mm. Um, but... The Lost Boys seem to have a pretty, pretty good time jumping yeah. off bridges, wearing leather, watching naked people play saxophone. I don't want to specifically be Kiefer Sutherland. I feel like he is the least hot of all those vampires. I feel like Alex Winter's vampire was pretty bangable. And if I don't want to bang myself, what's, what's the, the point, point of living? Oh, wait, if I'm Kiefer Sutherland vampire, then I could bang Alex Winter's vampire. Oh, boom, boom. There it is. Would you rather get stuck at the Texas Chainsaw House or the Blair Witch House? Well, I guess there are survivors in both movies, right? No, there wasn't survivors in Blair Witch. How the hell did they find the footage then? That makes no sense they to me. They found the camera, bitch! Oh, it's, it's a found footage movie, you dummy. Obviously, <laughs> they found it. <laughs> I just like exciting things. I don't think Blair Witch is a very exciting house to be in. True. So. The Bates Motel or Overlook Hotel? aesthetically overlook Bates. I feel like the Bates motel, I would, I would be, I have more of a chance of surviving. There's less paranormal things going on. It's just a crazy guy. I keep thinking about how, like, who would I bang in these scenarios? And that's my choice. I mean, I would bang Norman Bates, but like, I also, I also really like mid-century decor mm. and the bathrooms and the overlook. Mm. Ugh, love it. And I just haven't been able to go outside very much lately. And I would love to, you know, maybe get lost in a hedge and see what happens. <laughs> All right. So I'll call my friend Norman Bates over. We can go bang in the hedges. <laughs> Is this the horny podcast? Yeah. So would you rather spend summer at Camp Crystal Lake or the cabin from Evil Dead? Like Crystal Lake had more activities. <laughs> At least I could go for a nice swim before I die. Okay, that's fair. Would you rather babysit Damien or Henry from The Good Son? Was The Good Son, was The, was the, was the Good Son um, Elijah Wood or Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin. I would babysit The Good Son just because I want to protect Elijah Wood because I need the Lord of the Rings movies to happen. That's fair. Which you think are boring and... I will never let go of. Would you rather clean up Bev Marsh's bloody bathroom or Regan's vomity bedroom? Who's Bev Marsh? From It. Oh, or clean up the vomit? Mm. Well, I think there was more blood than vomit, right? Well, if it's just it's just pea soup. I could have soup for my family if I 
if I cleaned up all that. Soup. What this? This is just pea soup for my family. Pea soup for my family. <laughs> Cute. And finally, would you rather watch TV with Carol Ann or play finger puppets with Danny Torrance? Finger puppets. Cute. I'm not Cynthia. I don't have to be in front of a TV all day. Oh, so accurate. I like putting my fingers in things too. Masters of the Obvious is brought to you by Little Shop of Gore. It's Halloween time, Cynthia. You want to get your ooky spooky on? This is a shop to do it at. All kinds of horror-themed pop culture merch and handmade goods designed by the loveliest couple in the world who worked in the FX industry for years. Check them out at littleshopagore.com and at littleshopagore on Instagram. Whatever works. You can use the code MOTO, M-O-T-O, at checkout for 13% off your entire purchase. So today on the podcast, we have a super special, super spooky guest, Kira Von Sutra. She is a burlesque dancer, a makeup artist, tarot card reader, witch, and honestly, really easy on the eyes. Thank you so much for being here, Kira. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> I feel all self-conscious, little babe. Why? Just to be in your, just to be in your presence. <laughs> Goodness. Well... pay me me some homage let's do this i'm doing it now that you're all buttered up i want to throw at you some pop culture witches for you to rate and this could be by accuracy and you can even bitch about some of them or it could just be like (laughs) who you like okay i'm gonna do sabrina the teenage witch i knew you were gonna fucking say her (laughs) which which version of sabrina which one do you like the best Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I, as far as like accuracy goes, I would probably like the, the modern version more considering it actually deals with legit magic in some ways. Mm-hmm. And the other one I grew up with and I loved. So we'll do the spookier one and then kick out the teeny bopper one. Okay. Ooh. How do you pronounce this? Some Game of Thrones. Melisandre? Melisandre, yeah. Melisandre. Cool. We'll put yeah. her on there because I feel like that's a that's a good one. I like her a lot, actually. And we'll do ooh, Maleficent. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just include all the ladies of the craft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any of the witches from the coven on American Horror Story. Hate it. Hate it. Okay, well, rank them. Rank them for me. One through five. Uh, What was this assignment? Okay, so it (laughs) was... (laughs) um, I'm going to have to go with the Red Witch from Game of Thrones as my top. I like her the best. She's a complete asshole and is extremely dedicated to her craft. She's hundreds of years old and tricks everybody into believing that she isn't. She gives birth to demons. That's pretty fucking sick. Um, I'm going to rate fucking Sabrina bullshit at the bottom. 
Oh, mm. bottom. Is it the Satanist stuff? What is it? No, I don't give a shit about that. There are plenty of Satanic witches out there. A lot of people don't like the crossover, but fuck them. It's not about them all the time. Yeah. I don't care about that. I do dislike how they use the, the Baphomet statue without honoring the original yes. artist. I think them ripping mm-hmm. that off is fucking complete horseshit. But for the most part, there is a lot of that adds to the misunderstanding of what magic and witchcraft truly can be. That makes sense. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I love Maleficent. She's a bad bitch. I would love to be her. She's fucking awesome. Particularly the film. Like I really, really enjoyed the film. I thought it was super beautiful. And I like that she's also misunderstood. I like that she actually really cares Mm-hmm. about the princess and she kind of reminds me of my my patron mother which to be honest so i love her or my mother goddess who is that morgan and then uh what were the other ones the, the ladies craft? of the craft and and the ladies of uh, american horror story coven oh fuck Amer- actually american horror stories at the bottom <laughs> 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 let's put them more at the bottom you know i think that that whole show is just fucking trash. I think it's all bullshit. I hate it. I particularly hate it because it really seemed to propel the Instagram witch goth forward in a mm. bad light for me because people are like, oh my God, on Wednesday we're witches. And I'm like, <laughs> every day, <laughs> motherfuckers, you weenies. And then, um, I don't know, I don't mind the craft so much, but I would say that also kind of did a similar thing that American Horror Story did back in the day where everybody for a a blink of an eye was like, guess what? I'm into witchcraft now. But I do like how they kind of show more process oriented with being in a coven in the craft. I like that. I I also, you know, give me a good villain, you know, I love a good villain. So yes, it seems like you, you like the witches that kind of don't give a shit. Well, yeah. Because that's, that's a good place to be. I think not giving a fuck is extremely powerful. <laughs> I mean, obviously exactly. you, need to, you need to like care about certain aspects of your life and community and things like that. But not giving a fuck is actually a really useful tool in, in witchcraft and in magic. Yeah, because I feel like you, you do a lot of, a, as, like, as like a human species, we do a lot of appeasing and it's not really for our own good or other people's good. Well, and worrying. Mm-hmm. worrying more than anything will undo any magic that you do. If you're constantly afraid that, that what you're putting out there is going to end up bad, if you say, oh, I want to work on um, being positive and having a, a good life and having abundance and having money and good friends and all those things, but then you're like, oh, but I'm a piece of shit, then you're, you're completely axing what you're putting out into the universe because it's counterproductive. That's so true. Yeah, and that's, I think that's great advice too. I think that kind of parlays into talking about parlay is such a good word mm. wait no don't parlay yet I'm i want to get i want to <laughs> there's do a, a bridge here bitch there's a bridge oh, parlay <laughs> yet i want to go ahead and give people the definitive kiravon sutra witch list which starts with number one the red witch the red witch yes number two maleficent, maleficent. number three the craft the craft number four Sabrina. Sabrina. And, and number five, American crappy horror story. Well, those are, that's, that's on the definitive list. That's the list of choices that we gave her. That is. So but if, I feel like those are some pretty popular ones. Sure, sure. They're sure. very popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, I, yes. can, I, can I parlay now? Parlay. God. <laughs> Make with the parlay. Can I Make parkour cakes. into the next? Okay. Yes. <laughs> you were talking about you sabotaging yourself, even if yeah. you're trying to bring about, you know, positive changes. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people are having a lot of hard times right now with the pandemic and trying to, <sighs> trying to stay, you know, positive with wellness and 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 right having a real fuck of a time doing it. Yeah. Any advice? Oh God, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Put your fucking phone down. Number one, get the fuck up. But, but but not. But she's arguing I- already. Listen to the <laughs> podcast first, <laughs> then put the phone down. <laughs> Sure. I mean, you don't have to handle the phone to listen to the podcast except for pressing play. Mm-hmm. And you can throw your phone. For me, even just the, the, like, the electromagnetic field that the phone puts out fucks with me if I'm holding it for too long. I'm so sensitive to certain vibrations and energies that like even today, I didn't really touch my phone except for to text Kirsten and be like, where's the wig? <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> But on the weekends, I've definitely tried to stay away from my phone, stay off the news, stay off the, you know, anything that isn't um, pertinent, you know, that helps. If you're feeling highly emotional, which for the most part, how the fuck aren't you? If you're not highly emotional at this time, you're um, not human being perhaps, but which isn't, you know, in itself, not a problem, but it depends. So you want to stay grounded and you can take salt baths with doing that. You can hang out outside. Um, be a hippie and hug a tree, you know, eating really well helps eating things that are actually grown in the ground will help ground you. Cause you know, the word ground is in the word ground. So, um, things that are grown in the dirt, you know, but also I think fucking go to therapy, learn to do meditation and have a lot of love, give a lot of love, have a lot of love. I love you know? that. Are there any spells or rituals that we could do that would be easily accessible for people? Absolutely. I just did one last night. Very easy, very simple for grounding. Um, I'm an Aquarius. I'm an air sign. What, what? So air signs have a lot harder of time to stay grounded because we are quite literally air and dispersed everywhere, <laughs> right? So that's, that's the idea. You can get a little tea light, a little tea light candle and sprinkle dirt in it and boom you can fucking ground yourself that way i also like nice. to inscribe the candle with the words ground me That's i also sexy. like to i also i also like to ground use me, daddy. Um, multiple multiple different types of salts in whatever i'm doing because salt, salt is one of the most versatile fucking helpers in the magic world, I think there's so many different types of salts. You can use peak salt for grounding yourself in self-love. You can use black salt for protection, psychic protection, physical protection, Epsom salt. Um, I actually have a friend that makes this really insane mixture of multiple different types of salts with red brick dust and wasp nests ground into it that he found that he oh, finds whoa. all over the place. Of course, they're abandoned. He doesn't, uh, you know, kick the wasps out, but like who could do that? Is there a lot of wasp advocates out there? I don't feel like there's a lot of pro wasp people. Surely there are. There has there's, to be. there's pro people out there for everything, right? But he he completely finds them abandoned and he grounds it all down into a powder. And, and uh, basically this is a really fantastic way to protect yourself. What else do I do for self-care? I drink a lot of tea. <laughs> nice. Like a lot. I drink a lot of tea. I love mints, mint teas. I don't know a whole lot about the whole like tea world, but you know, oolong is like the shit. Oolong tea is so fucking delicious. What else for self-care? Sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. That's going to help you feel better. Two of my favorite pieces of advice that you've given to me were wash your hair. Oh yeah. Can you tell us about why it's good to wash your hair except for hygienic reasons? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's actually, I'm really glad that you brought that up. Oh, look at you listening. 
I'm a good student. You're a good student and a good friend. Um, washing your hair. So basically when you're operating throughout the day, whether you're in your own home, especially if you're leaving your house now, if you're having to run errands, you know, you're, you're essentially, your hair is like a scrub brush and you're going to be picking up any negative energies, any negative entities, um, emotions from the people and, and whatever is going on around you. And if you don't regularly wash your hair to expel that bullshit, then you're going to be carrying around all of that on top of your head, which is one of the most sensitive psychic areas that you could be possibly carrying some junk around. But yeah, washing your hair is essential. That's wonderful. I love, I love that piece of advice. And then also, uh, spell wise, cord cuttings are super easy. They are. There are, but you need to make sure that the cord cutting should be done before doing them. So you don't want to just go going around cutting all the goddamn cords in the world. Though I've never super had a bad experience with them, but before you do anything, it's always wise to do divination to make sure that it's in your best interest and the interest of the other party on the other end of the line, if you will. How do you do divination? Tarot, pendulum, scrying. God, there's so many different fucking ways. My go-tos are uh, tarot and pendulum. Okay. And then the thing I like about witchcraft is that it's very self-reflective. Absolutely. Or it should be. It's about your intentions. And then it's also extremely accessible. It can be. It depends on the level. Yeah. And, but for the cord cuttings especially, it's just like you need paper, black ink, Mm -hmm. um, iron, like an iron pan even, or pot. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> and then Fire. a way to cleanse it all afterwards because it's, it's basically writing down your attentions, lighting it on fire, and then cleansing it and getting rid of it, right? Uh, yeah, and you want to use um, some form of liquid, some element in that because the, the idea behind that is you're using all four elements to neutralize the bullshit, basically. Mm-hmm. So, you're, you know, the paper is earth. The ink is, you know, the element of air. Because when you're writing, it's the element of air. That's the element of communication. And then spirit should be in there, but uh, you're dealing with your spirit and the other person's spirit and whatever else is going on. Fire, obviously, because you're burning the piece of paper. And then water. I, I just typically flush whatever the fuck I'm, I'm cutting there, you know. I and I, also, I actually, I consecrated my toilet so that it didn't explode if I'm expelling any really negative entities. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've consecrated somebody's tits before. That was pretty cool. Yeah, my friend Laura, she she got some tits uh, and um, she came and visited and was with, with us last Christmas Yule through uh, New Year's and we, we consecrated her new titties. I love that. <laughs> it was really fun. I was like, oh my God, this is the best consecration ever. <laughs> so while we're on this witchy topic, what, what are some misconceptions? I know we talked a little bit about it in pop culture that you feel like witchcraft, gets a bad rap for that we eat children you don't um, <laughs> the the whole that that whole uh situation is really interesting and regardless if that happened in the past it's not something that is current i think another thing is um Wait, human sacrifice it, it happened in the past surely Fair maybe enough. not necessarily uh, cannibalism but i moved past my children eating phase okay i should not be judged for it i mean i eat eggs i guess i can't really talk shit but yeah, fair. <laughs> um, I think another thing that's really something that like movies and TV causes is that you think that it's going to be something instant or like, <laughs> you know, when you're conjuring something that you're always going to see it with your eyeballs or, or, you know, stuff like that, the, the, the whole like movie magic aspect 
of those types of situations, I think really um, doesn't do it any justice. Now, some things can work instantly and sometimes you can see things with your eyeballs, but that's not a regular occurrence for most people, I think. Yeah. I also, I was thinking about how you kind of, like a lot of new age stuff and a lot of like, for some reason, anti-science stuff tends to get lumped in with witches and witchcraft. And I Mm -hmm. find that really interesting, like, because I feel like science- new age stuff is. A lot of science is also, I mean, the idea about magic is that magic is where science and art meet. And I mean, the formula for magic is your imagination and your willpower. That's what magic is. Mm -hmm. You imagine something, you put your intent behind it, and then you will it to be. I I just find it interesting that people think that it's intrinsically anti-science or that you're going to be an anti-vaxxer. You don't believe in therapy. I think there are some people out there that um, absolutely don't want to see doctors or don't want to depend on modern medicine or anything like that to help them, which I I use anything and everything I can. Like, you know, I have fucking two therapists. I have multiple doctors that I see on a regular basis. I have magic. I'm also working with an acupuncturist. So I'm like, let's just put it all in there, man. Like, (laughs) yeah. I love that. But again, that's so, the thing. The problem is here, though, is that it's so fucking subjective, and the word magic and the words witchcraft are are so subjective and so personal to each practitioner that it it doesn't always align. Yeah. So you can't blanket term things for the most part. And I don't see the point in rejecting more tools for your tool belt. Like take Agreed. advantage of what's out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I love Dude, that. Dude, if you need antibiotics, fucking use some motherfucking antibiotics. You know, <laughs> right. yeah this is Scientology I will say that it has been very interesting trying to deal with the crossover for me though because my Mm. life is fucking magic all day like I'm this is how I live and breathe it's not the only aspect of me but it's a really huge part and going to a therapist or going to a doctor when I'm having certain like witch problems that are manifesting in physical ways they never know what the fuck is wrong with me. Yeah, that's gonna like, be an interesting thing to explain. And it, when you know, when my therapist like, do you hear voices? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> me, <laughs> no, I don't have clear audio fucking psychic abilities at all. <laughs> well, I think it would be really fun if we did a little mini tarot reading. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, guys, to our listeners, Kira does tarot and can do it virtually. I can. So yes, definitely I do. hit her up. I go to her anytime that I'm having an issue. <laughs> I think this is actually another misconception is that you have to put your hands on my cards in order to get information. And this is false. No. Yeah. You don't have to be in front of me. You don't have to touch my shit. Like, I don't need to get your viruses or your fucking bacteria. You can stay over there. I will see you on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, and I, I really appreciate how in-depth and concise and you're, you're fine with hurting people's feelings if they need to have their feelings hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, I try to have an okay bedside manner, but oh, I'm, you not, do. I'm not the softest human being about well, you're not paying things. lip service at all I'm not paying lip service I'm definitely not going to lie to you and I'm not going to uh, tell you what you want to hear if it's not in your best interest and for your highest good exactly ever yeah and that makes people mad 
talk to your talk to your grandma if that's what you mean. This is actually where I kind of want to talk shit about love readings for a second, if I can. Oh, wait, yes, let's do that. <clears throat> they annoy the shit out of me for the most part, and it's not because of the subject; it's because of how people have expectations mm. with it. I never get yelled at on any other subject other than love with people. Wow. And, and I think it's because I think some people have a hard time discerning whether or not they actually want advice or if they want to vent to somebody, you know? So people are like, Oh my God, like I've had these, I did this one virtual party and it was like a bachelorette party or birthday or something. And they were like, okay, go around the room and tell us all when we're getting married. And I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> uh-uh. And they're like, why not? And I was like, because if I tell you that you're getting married in three months and you don't, it's my fault, not yours. Right. Full refund. <laughs> That's another thing. I don't give refunds. unless I I can't show up or something that or I fuck up the you know the reading on my own but like yeah if you don't like what I say you are not entitled to a refund no okay so do you want to do just like a little three card reading for each of you or what do you want to do do Cynthia first three cards yeah and just to make sure to clarify you guys are okay we're talking about personal things online to your audience. Yes. Yeah. We can always edit it later. And you know, if you, you don't even have to necessarily, you know, tell me if it makes sense, you can just say yes or no. You don't always have to divulge the information that's coming through your head. Just so you know. Okay. We've already talked about our periods. Yeah. We're, we're game. Okay. Fair. All right. So I think actually what I'm going to do is do a three card tarot reading mixed with one Oracle card. Okay. And what I'm using today, the first deck that I'm going to be using is the traditional Writer Waite Smith tarot deck, which is uh, the deck that all modern decks are based off of, and it was created by the Golden Dawn. Okay. So Wait, yeah. sorry, the Golden what? Golden Dawn. Okay. The, the Golden Dawn. Do you know about the Golden Dawn? I just, I just heard Dong. She's a 12 year old little boy. <laughs> <laughs> you would miss Cheesehead. <laughs> uh, the Golden Dawn was the coven that uh, Aleister Crowley belonged to. Oh, shit. Long ago and far away. Ooh. But yeah, they, they created the modern deck, basically. So Cynthia. Yes. Give me your full name and your birthday. Ah, uh, Cynthia Rose, August 16th. I always say like a little spiel with this. I always say, um, may this reading be for Cynthia's highest good. Put information in front of her that she... Well, do you identify as a woman? I should yes. ask you that first. Okay. Put information in front of her that she can do something about... Um, I'm calling in your spiritual team, your guidance team, and your financial team. Changes every time. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is interesting with a little cord in the way. All right. Oh, cool. Oh. Nice. Oh, what? Okay, okay. So every time, so you've done a reading for me before, and this was yes. your reaction before, and I was fully expecting you to like read me to filth because. Kirsten was like, oh, watch out. She's going to read you to filth. It's going to, you know, don't get your feelings hurt. Like, and your, and your, 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 your positive reaction is always so like, hmm, oh, look at that. <laughs> Very matter of factly. Well, Cynthia this, is just competitive. It's really interesting to me because I've never pulled these two cards together. So <laughs> that's fun. So anyways, the first card that I pulled for you is judgment. Speaking mm-hmm. of being judged. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually a really fantastic card uh, in most lights. This card is about going through a transformation, a spiritual transformation, a physical transformation, and um, being called up to do something with a higher purpose 
in your life. If you have felt to do something that's bigger than you, perhaps this, you know, podcast or, um, do you, are you interested in working in medicine? No. Huh. They're showing me herbs. Maybe you need to use herbs perhaps, <laughs> but Amen. maybe you need to smoke a blunt and think about <laughs> your life. So I'm not condoning drugs. Maybe I am. But anyways, judgment is a really interesting card. So this is, um, Archangel and he's calling up the dead to come up to the gates of heaven. And basically this is where you're being judged to either pass or try again. Right. But I feel like this is you moving into a better, clearer time. Basically they're showing me like fog being removed from your vision and you're, you're being able to walk forward into something that's even better than you imagined before. And this is really actually very amazing. So we have the judgment card here, then we have the lovers. And if you can see, these are two angels here and, um, the people, and then you have the two of cups here, which is two people and two people. So the symbology here is really fantastic, but basically you're, I feel like you're choosing love and you're choosing to walk forward into a new time, maybe with your partner or a different partner or something like that. But this has to do with a union and tr like true love and friendship and, or, or like being able to create something beautiful with another person. Does no. that make any sense? Yeah, it's it does. About me. It, 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 in a way it is. I mean, it's about <laughs> me, like kind of. I feel like it is with you, but with Kirsten, but also with it, like a love interest mm -hmm, mm -hmm. too. Oh, if that makes sense. But I mean, the that's lovers, all, that's also me. <laughs> the lovers is about love, but it's also about making choices that build up your personal belief system. This card is about, you know, maybe that sucks and that sucks, but I have to go through these things to get to the gold. Like this is you learning to pan through the mud to get to the gold of your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ba basically. What's your sign? Malio. Oh my God. I fucking knew it. I was like looking at this <laughs> lion right here. That's crazy. Okay. Interesting. So did something happen around your birthday that was really significant? I can't even remember my birthday. Isn't that awful? This <laughs> pandemic has been like, no, it's been I mean, fucking, fucking Groundhog's fog, Day. Foggy brain. Foggy uh, brain. I mean, that's I fine. Um, I think we started the podcast around my birthday. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we totally did. did. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe this is a little more about the podcast because this is, I mean, the judgment card to me does have a lot to do with communication. This is so no. ASMR. <laughs> so this deck is called the sacred symbols deck and it's by my friend marcella kroll and she's fucking awesome this is an oracle deck which is different than tarot ah sick all right i'm gonna pull you two <laughs> all right <I'll> <laughs> so sorry i have a little cackle in there sometimes when i pull this one particular card so basically i feel like you kind of push away any magical or psychic tendencies that you might have are you a little intimidated by that that seems accurate it seems very accurate <laughs> okay. So I pulled you the power and the magic card. You are powerful. You are sovereign. You have the ability to create the laws of your own life. You hold the key to your own fucking power. And it's time for you to call it back from areas where you either gave it away or someone fucking took it from you. It's time for you to step forward. And a good way to do that is by using magic, my friend. You know, it's calling you, it's saying, hey, guess what? Here's a fucking pentacle. Here's a pentagram. Use this. Use all five points of the star, which is earth, air, fire, and water. Combine these to manifest your fucking life, manifest your dreams and your world. And using the sense of communication, they keep showing me the, the air symbol, which means that you're really into communicating. It makes sense. You have a podcast, but this is your way to manifest. If you want to manifest something, talk about it on here, but make sure it's coming from a good place. Ask for it to come from a good place. 
Are we, wait, are we talking about our, our pending Applebee's sponsorship? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Kirsten, let me reset Hi, these. Hello. Let me, let me reset these cards. I'm so excited. I'm sweating. My favorite topic is myself. oh god all right all right uh same for you my friend full name birthday should you bleep it out i'm not gonna bleep it out come get me haters um my name is kirsten nicole bozio i was born on january 23rd oh fuck yeah this reading is for kirsten Kirsten also identifies as a lady woman, right? I, I am a lady woman. Okay. Put information in front of her that she can do something about. It's reading B for Kirsten's high school. Calling your spiritual team, your healing team, and your information team. It changes for everybody each time. It's weird. What? I guess I it's not weird, I but... I want money, like Cynthia. You want the one? You want your team to come in with briefcases? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they didn't have briefcases. Just saying. I hope I get the blunt card, the smoke a blunt card. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first card actually jumped out of the deck for you. And this was the Six of Swords. This is really good, but it means that you've been through a lot of bullshit. The Six of Swords is about going through, what is the word? A rite of passage. It's not a word, it's a saying. A rite of passage where you're starting to understand that you can move forward in your life even if you have emotional or physical baggage. Sounds like so, it. So you're basically learning to not let it tie you down anymore. So these people here, this is a couple, and they're leaving these rocky waters and they're moving into a time where the, the waters are crystal clear, it's not rocky, and you're moving to a new space and time that has a lot of promises for growth. The Six of Swords is a, it's a good card, but it definitely comes with like a sad undertone for me, at least with my personal experience with this. But I always get really happy when I see it upright, because that means that you're not returning back to the bullshit that you just left. It means that you're actually like, oh, you know what? I'm really fucking done with this. I set sail from Bullshit Island. Yes. Hell yeah. You're going, hopefully going to Candy Island or something. Going but, on a cruise, maybe. But yeah, you're, you're moving forward there. Oh, actually, I just noticed there's a child next to this person. So there's ah, that. Fuck them kids. The <laughs> following, there is something that you're not getting though. So we have the Knight of Cups here reversed, which means that you're not getting what you want. You're not getting what you wish in either an aspect of your life or of a very specific situation. I think. And a lot of the time, the cups, I mean, the suit of cups has to do with your emotions. So I don't know if there's something, something going on there with your children that's fucking with your brains. <laughs> it's making you go, ah, oh, fuck, this isn't working the way that I want. All right, fine. Um, the fact that I have them isn't working the way that I want. <laughs> <laughs> it never does. There's that. But, but you need to stay open. You need to stay open. You need to stop trying to fucking control the outcome of everything that goes on in your life. And this is where we're talking about how there are misconceptions with magic and how the worry and how the, the controlling aspect of that is undoing any man manifestation in your life. Anything that you're trying to, to move forward in, if you're, you're worrying or if you're like, oh, this is, I want it to be in column B and it kind of is in column A and that's not acceptable. You need to be more fucking flexible with this. 
Also, the next card is the three of wands. And I see that you're waiting for something to come, some information to come back to you. Or maybe you're like planting seeds for the horizon and you're waiting to see how things worked out. This dude is standing on the edge of the world and he's standing over the ocean and there are boats on the ocean. And he's like, "Ah, put some cargo on that ocean. Now I gotta see what the fuck it does. So basically he's like waiting for information to come back. The following card after this is the four of wands, which is a happy homecoming. It's, it's a spiritual awakening. It's coming home to your power. It's coming home to um, a joyful situation. It's also saying like, it's okay to be happy sometimes, even when the world's on fire. Like you don't have to feel bad in order to celebrate things. That's fair. That really messes up my whole like Daria mean bad mood trope. <laughs> I just want to be <laughs> yeah, this sarcastic downer. I just want to feel like shit all the time because everything is shit. But if you have things to celebrate, you need to fucking celebrate them because it's the only way you're going to survive. That's really good advice in general. That's the only way anybody's going to survive anything. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Especially in this world. But okay, let's... Does all that make sense to you? Yeah, I think so. Keep in mind, guys, also, I have a, a particular pension for the future. So if something doesn't make sense in this very moment, give it some time. I'm so excited for Cynthia to be a doctor. <laughs> She's studying to be a doctor. Medicine, I knew it. Is it? She's all, no, I'm a makeup artist. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the time, though, when you're in the, the arts like that, where you're touching somebody or you're in somebody's bubble, you actually have a lot of healing abilities. And that's why people like to sit in your chair and be disarmed by you and allow you into their bubble to touch their fucking faces. That's why you're a therapist on top of being a makeup artist. Very true. Okay, my friend, when you talk about cord cutting, they're like, all right, let's cut some fucking cords. They just showed me the release card. Shit snap. So this is time for you to release your bullshit with religion too. You have guides that are waiting in the wings for you to notice them. Like you have ancestors, you have gods, you particularly maybe Freya. You have to release your notions of what that is supposed to look like for you. I think maybe comparing yourself to other people's uh, craft or magic or what you think is what it's supposed to feel and seem like, how you're supposed to notice it, how you're supposed to come to terms with that being something that's actually real. You got to let it go. You're, you're saying this like I'm a pastor's kid or something, <laughs> which I definitely am. Have you ever cut cords with your past religion? No, actually I haven't. And you I've should. been baptized too. Uh-oh. I can unbaptize you, but that's I a whole other fucking story. Me. All right. So one more bitchy rebel card. This says you are talented and fucking amazing. The world needs your power. Use your voice. Don't ju- just don't use it for dumb shit. Oh, that's all I use it for. <laughs> I guess the podcast is canceled. Well, podcast is canceled, guys. <laughs> you know what? Just to make it even, I'll pull myself a, a card that reads me. Let's see what okay. happens. Read it, I felt. This says, you think someone is lying. They are. I certainly do. Hmm. But we're not getting into that. Is that pointed? <laughs> I'm scared now. Did I lie to you? No, it's she, not you. She's on I know us. exactly who it is. Well, this has been very enlightening. Yeah. Wait, do you want to talk about regular everyday things that are witchy? Yes. Um, the first thing that came to mind with that was birthday candles. Mm. What? Blowing out birthday candles, <laughs> lighting candles, making a wish, 
blowing them out and then eating food to celebrate said wish and your birth is highly pagan and witchy. <laughs> Let's see, hiding uh, teeth under your pillow to receive money. That's also mm. probably super witchy. That sounds um, like an obvious one, but I don't really think about it. Yeah, right? like, yeah that's just normal. <laughs> Here, I'm, I'm going to give this old bone for some money, like an offering <laughs> for wealth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, a couple months ago, Kira came over. I guess it's been more than a couple months, like a year almost. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, Kira came over to help cleanse my upstairs, which was very heavy. Um, and also freaked me out because apparently antiques and vintage things can carry a lot of bad juju. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So cleansing anything, that. I mean, good. anything that's really owned by anybody else or owned by multiple people, as a lot of vintage is. Spirits like to attach themselves to things. Human-like things, like dolls. Well, yeah, that's what dolls are fucking for. That's scary. Oh, yeah, so also Kira found a, a creepy-ass doll in my house. I did. <laughs> it, it tried really hard not to leave, too. I was like, no, motherfucker, you coming with me. And then it tried to bargain with me on the way home, too. It was like, it was like you know you want to bring me into your home, and I was like, Really? Do you think I'm that fucking stupid? Like, no. <laughs> You're Wrong going bitch. in the dumpster. <laughs> Kira, where can we find you? Ooh, you can find me in multiple places. Um, the first one is on my website. If you want to book a reading, if you would like to book a consultation and talk to me about weird shit, weird goings-ons in your life that you may need help with, um, you can go to tarotbykira.com. You can find me on Instagram at Von Sutra, V-O-N-S-U-T-R-A. I have a Facebook and I hate it. So please don't fucking contact me there. <laughs> I guess that's about it. I mean, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really use it. <laughs> yeah. That's, I feel like that's got bad vibes all over it. Honestly, social media has a lot of entities that you can you can uh, catch like a sexually transmitted disease right now because the, the darkness is running rampant. So that, that's the thing that freaked me out that you told me about. Uh, and you, and you have evil eyes in your, just like yep. your bios and stuff for that reason. Fuck yeah, I do. What a smart ass lady. <laughs> Listen, I got that advice, man. That's not all my doing. I, I have a, a, a huge treasure trove of met magicians and witches that I can pull from. Well, Kira Von Sutra, thank you so much for being on the pod today. I had so much fun. Thanks for having me. This is beautiful. We did it. We did it. Thank you so much to our guest, Kira Von Sutra. What a fucking delight. Also, special thanks to my mom for doing our new Ooh. intro. Hot's my mom. Sophia's mom has got it going on. <laughs> Check out our website, mastersoftheobvious.com, for new episodes, news, and merch, and our Instagram, at Masters of the Obvious, Facebook, at Masters of the Obvious, and Twitter, at Masters of the O. And if you'd like to be a patron of our show, you can go to contribute.mastersoftheobvious.com. And if you'd like, we'll even mention you on the show. But if you want to remain anonymous, we understand. We don't want to be associated with us either. Mm -mm. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave a glowing review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. Thank you for listening. And we love you, like, a lot.
I feel personally victimized by Cynthia Rose. 